With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. I want us to talk a, a little bit more about this whole idea of, of power. Uh, people love power. People do uh, uh, crazy things in order to gain power. Uh, power often feels good when you have it. And uh, when you have it, most people want more of it. And the pilgrims, we talked about last night and the night before, they understood what it was like to be on the receiving end of bad church power and bad king power. So you have the civil government king and the government can ex exercise bad power and a church can actually be very uh, powerfully controlling in the lives of people as well. But civil government is actually designed by God to be good and so is church designed to be good. And we as the family of faith want to understand the roles that they play in God's view of the world so that we can have earth reflecting heaven and it's, it's goodness and it's rightness. That was Jesus's prayer. Lord, may your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Heaven's the pattern for earth. And so I want to talk about that. So as I said, we're, we're going through the uh, American covenant, the untold story, and uh, the pilgrims got abused by big church religion because it was so powerful, it was dictating to all the people. I love this quote. I believe it's by George Washington. Um, I believe it was him who said that government is power. If, if, if you boil down what is government, it's ultimately power. It's force, right? It's, it's the ones who make the laws. It's the ones who judge the people of whether or not you're innocent or guilty of breaking that law. And then you have those who enforce the law and punish lawbreakers. Government ultimately is force, ultimately is power. And, and, and I believe George Washington also said that government is like fire. It makes a good servant but a terrible master. Think about that. That's a great quote. You should memorize that one. Government is like fire, makes a good servant, but a terrible master. If this fire is contained and it is my servant, it's serving me, I can roast marshmallows over it. I can warm myself uh, when I'm cold. I can cook my food over a fire if it is my servant. In order for it to be my servant, it has to be, it has to be contained. But if it gets out of control, all of a sudden it becomes a terrible master. It, if, if fire has mastery over us, it becomes a, a, a tyrannical power. And we here in Southern California know a lot about out of control fires. It is a force so devastating that it just leaves nothing but ashes in its wake. Millions and millions of acres of, of forest and mountains and, and buildings and property absolutely destroyed when fire gets out of control and it's no longer our servant, it has become our master. Government is like that. According to George Washington, and I think we could, we can agree with the wisdom there. As long as government is limited and it is serving the people, it's good. It's helpful. But once it becomes out of control, like a wildfire, it becomes a terrible, terrible master. 
And that's what our founders understood, and that's what the pilgrims understood, and that's what their pastor understood. In fact, he understood that that applied to church government as well. And their pastor was this great man named John Robinson. He was the founding father of the forefathers, right? So you, you, you got the founders, and then you got the forefathers, then you got the founding father of the forefathers, who was their pastor, who was the man of wisdom, their spiritual leader who guided them. And he reminds me of my friend and pastor Rex Holt. I told you about that before. And he saw three forms of government in the world. He saw the monarchy, he saw the aristocracy, and he also saw the democracy. Well, we know democracy, that's where, well, how about the monarchy? You know what that is? A monarch is mono, there's one. The monarchy is the king, it's the queen. It's the one who has all the power, is vested in one person, and they make all the rules, they have all of the control. An aristocracy is the power given to a few. Not only one, but a few, but it's, it's a few, a group that governs and has all the power and ability to force. And then there's the democracy, which is of course, who has the power in a democracy? All of us, the people. It's spread out for the many, everyone. And this pastor said, there's a place for all three and they're good in the family of faith. And this is so important because when church government and power gets off kilter and upside down, it becomes like a wildfire and it's terrible. When government power, civil government power gets out of control and it's no longer contained, it becomes terrible. So that's why we're talking about this. I'm not just a, a, a church government geek or, or a government geek. I, I'm, I'm about my family and about my nation, about freedom, and we've got to understand this. He saw all three in their proper order, good, in the family of faith. So in the family of faith, the church, who is the monarch? Who is the king? God, the Almighty. Jesus is the king of kings. Now what's interesting here, he is the king who has the sovereign power and authority. He has all power in heaven and on earth, right? He is the rightful monarch of the kingdom of God which encompasses everything. But he's the king of kings. And the king of kings, Jesus, we read in the book of Revelation, has deemed all members of the family of faith, you and me, when we come to him in faith, we are deemed to be kings and priests in the kingdom of God for the service of the Almighty. So that means he has deemed you and me to be kings as well. And do you know that the word citizen actually means co-king? You and I, if we are citizens of the kingdom of God, are co-kings with Jesus, the king of kings. He's the king of us. And we are ruling and reigning with him in his kingdom. Hey guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise since we're so conditioned to think traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family has been using Christian healthcare ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to health care. Are you tired of your health care the same old way and want to do things the better way? 
I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's health care. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. But with all of these kings and all of these priests, he calls us, by the way, we're also priests. What does a priest do? We are called by God as fellow believers to pray and to praise God and to offer our thankfulness for who he is and what he's done. And so we are a family of faith made up of kings. And guess what our kingdom is? Your kingdom and my kingdom is my life, my heart, the domain of my kingdom that I am king over is my heart. And and if I can be a good king over the domain of my heart unto God and his principles, and you can be a king over the kingdom of your heart, honoring the Lord and loving your family and loving your neighbors, we then are called to democratically elect leaders within the family of faith to do the business of church, to guide and to serve the people within the kingdom of God. And those leaders are never to lord it over us. That's an abuse of power. The power is the power of God working in the hearts of you and me, the citizens of the kingdom. And then we select and elect those who have a heart to serve God and serve the people, you and me, brothers and sisters in the family of faith, guiding and serving. And the people have the responsibility and the authority to hold those leaders accountable and then replace them if they do not live up to their calling to submit to God themselves and serve the people in love, considering others better than themselves and more important than themselves. You see how that works? It requires humility. It's cause to give thanks to God for the authority being given to the people, not to a one man or one woman in the church, but to you and to me. This is what Pastor John Robinson understood and he taught the pilgrims this so that they would be able for the next step in God's plan for their lives. And the next step was unbelievable. They had escaped from England and the persecution there. They went to hospitable Holland where at least their faith was tolerated. They had a Bible with them and so they understood these principles and they studied them for 12 years. And then they were ready to get on the Mayflower ship, which, by the way, was a tiny little wine ship designed to go port to port in England, never designed to go all the way across the Atlantic Ocean, where they would encounter huge storms and waves. But they were ready. And their pastor, John Robinson, sadly had to stay back in England with the majority of the church fellowship, the family of faith that couldn't fit onto the Mayflower as 102 of the congregants of that family of faith set off into the ocean with what they thought would be a difficult trip to Virginia where they would 
build a new life and have freedom of their faith, it turned into a dangerous, death-defying demonstration of God's perfect plan for them and his perfect love for them. They had no clue what was coming and the storms that they would face and what they thought would maybe take a couple of weeks ended up taking a couple of months and it was almost the end of them. And if they hadn't made it through, it is unlikely that you and I would have the kind of country that we have with the form of government that we have that provides liberty and freedom and justice and opportunity for all. I can't wait to tell you the next part of the story, but uh, God bless you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and your family and give you peace. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.